Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is the pre-time force. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome everyone, my name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. Today I want to talk about uh, life. What life is all about. And I'll begin by asking you a question. I'd like you to tell me what time is. What is time? We all sense time, don't we? If you sit very, very still, you can almost sense time moving past you. Maybe, maybe you haven't done that for a long time. We get so busy rushing here and rushing there and texting and, and listening to music and we're so busy. Can you remember maybe sitting out on the porch on a quiet summer's evening, sitting quietly, and you can almost sense time passing by. Now, we know there's time, don't we? Animals don't know there's time. Animals have no sense of time. So that should give you a clue that we human beings are different. We're not just animals. We sense time. Why? Because we have a soul. We have a consciousness, the type of consciousness that can be aware of time. And in a sense, we can encompass past, present, and future with our awareness. You know there's a past, you know there's a future, and you know there's a present. Now, of course, past and future are constructs in the mind, but we know that they do exist, that there was a past and there will be a future. But actually, there's only now. If you stop to think about it a little bit more, you will realize that there is only now. Sit quietly. If you're in your room, just sit very quietly and close your eyes and feel time pass. But there's only now. There's not a past or a future. There's only now. To escape from now, how do you escape from now? Well, you can't really, but in your mind you can escape how? By escaping into thoughts, into the daydream into reliving the past or planning and scheming for the future or worrying about the future. See? That's how you escape now. So there is a time, and it has a, a bit of eternity in it, doesn't it? It goes on forever. God is forever, but he lives in the timeless realm. But he puts something of that forever into everything that he makes. In fact, when he made this universe, he started with a singularity, and from it came forth lines of force at a tremendous speed, millions of times faster, that's right, than the speed of light. Timeless lines of force. Timeless moving, but not moving in the sense of time and distance, but just a movement without time of tremendous velocity with precession, curving round and round and round and round and round. And it is from those, that line of force, 
And I don't know if there was one or many, but whether one or many, the line of force is forever. It goes on forever. It's an extension of energy. It's moving energy that goes on forever. I can't think of the right word right now. But it's a continuous line of force from the beginning forever. And so you are bathed in those lines of force going in every which way all around you. You're bathed in it like a fish is in the sea. The fish is held up by the sea and surrounded by the sea and nurtured by the sea. And so you are within those pre-time lines of force that surround you. And of them you are made. It was when little whirlpools, little fireballs, little eddies spun off at some point from those lines of force that little tiny fireballs were made, little tiny particles, and is from those that you are made. So you're made of it. You are made of that. In a sense, you're made of the eternity of those lines of force. That's right. And then the little particles that were made, little monopoles that became dipoles and then formed little photons and little electrons and little neutrons and then formed atoms, then molecules, and then things. That's what you're made of. You are made of that. So it made you and now it sustains you. That's right. You are made of that pre-time force. And it sustains you now. And it goes on forever. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person. And I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. And so we began by talking about life. And so do you see that in a way, just as your body is, is made of that, of timeless and sustained by it, and just as you are bathed in time, so do you know what time is? So what is time? Time is that pre-time force. That's what it is. It's the mother field. It's the pre-time background field. It's the the ether, they used to call it. And so, that's what it is. And that's what you live and move and have your being in. And that is what time is. That's time. And so you can sense it. You can feel the effects of that pre-time force, for example, gravity and acceleration. And when things have weight, you sense the effects of gravity, which is also that, that pre-time force that is now surrounding us and bathing us. But you also sense it as time. So now you, you see that we live in this marvelous, magical creation of God. And it would behoove you to ponder that. And from him you were made. By him you were made. And to him you will one day return. Yes, your soul. That's right. You have a soul and that's why you can sense time. And so your soul belongs to him. Augustine said, Our hearts are restless, O Lord, until they find rest in you. So now you understand. You must find your Creator. And you won't find Him rummaging in the, trying to rummage in your mind, thinking about the future, or rummaging in the past, or reading a book about Him. About him. Sure, you can read about Him. 
but it's not the same as experiencing him. You're experiencing him. You experience him in the present when you become still. And you sense his time, which he made. But also, the Creator is there, and you can sense him if you become still. Now, just as you escape from the present into thinking about the future and the past, you escape from God by getting lost in things. In the material creation, and in thoughts. So, if you could get out of thoughts and stand back from things and from people, see people—a false relationship with people, loving them, hating them, judging them, lusting them, being excited by them, being irritated by them—that sustains a false, hypnotic kind of a, of a way of living. Where you're unaware of your Creator, but if you could stand back and not resent other people and not hate them and not use them, just watch them, then you could get close to your Creator. You would immediately sense. You would come out of your hypnotic fog. You would come out of your hypnotic trance. And if you could get out of your thinking and planning and scheming and worrying, and stand back from it, then once again. You would be closer to your Creator. You could sense Him. Then you could live and move and have your being in the bosom of God, and no longer hate people, no longer resent people, no longer use people, no longer want anything from people, but just have a hands-off respect for them. Never mind whether you're all messed up or not; it doesn't matter. You love God. Deep down in your heart, you love what's right. You love what's sweet. You love the innocence of children. Well, then you love God. And you know what? The journey begins. Just learn to be still. Get the little meditation, and you'll be on your way. This program is a labor of love. I buy the airtime to bring you this special message. Did you know that my most popular book is *The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage*, a spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is *How to Forgive and Forget*. *The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage*. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. You see, there is a timeless realm, a realm of perfect patience, perfect love, perfect stillness. And when your soul, see, when your soul is aligned with God, then it is very close to that timeless realm. You're in the world, but not of the world. You're in the world, but. It's a little distant. You're in the world, but you're very close to this timeless realm. And Christ was so close to the Father, so close to the Father, 
that at some point he could step across into that realm. Just like on Star Trek, remember they had a transporter? I forget what it was called, but a person would be, would go in, in it and they would dematerialize and then they would materialize somewhere else. Well, such magic is possible. You see, everything God does is magical. Look at a butterfly or the way the clouds move across the blue sky. Look at the sweetness in a little child. Look at the beauty of nature and you'll see magic everywhere. Well, God is perfectly capable of helping you get better, but you must find him, become still, and know that he is God. And you will find him, and he will come to your aid. challenging times in which we live, Roland has decided to make the complete four-part meditation exercise available for free to those who cannot afford a donation. The meditation exercise is a tool for dealing with stress and remaining centered. To listen to the complete four-part meditation exercise, simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the middle icon Meditation. That's SheddingShackles.com Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. When you send a gift of any amount, you'll receive one of Roland's ebooks, including Putting the Forever Back in Love, Forbidden Food, and Becoming a Friend of God. Simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the right-hand icon, ebooks. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking today about time and about the soul and about life. And I said that if you could sit very, very, very still, you might become aware of time passing you by in the present. And it would be very beautiful. Now, what I would like for you to also realize is that just as your physical body is made out of molecules and then atoms and protons and neutrons and little tiny particles. Each of those little particles spun off from a gravity line of force 
a little fireball, a little whirlpool, a little eddy, round and round. And that round and round spin that goes on forever. Have you ever wondered, how is it that electrons spin? And how is it that they spin forever? What sustains them? Well, I have a couple of ideas on that subject, but basically they're made of eternity. That's right. God put a little bit of forever in everything that he does. So, just as he exists in the timeless realm forever, he makes a little, puts a little bit of that into everything that he makes. For example, I'll just give you a simple example. A plant. You have a seed, then the plant, then the flower, then the fruit, then more seeds, and another plant. Then the first plant dies, but the second plant now lives. And it has the same cycle, and then it dies, and then another plant comes from a seed and lives. And it goes on like that forever. You see the endless, endlessness of it, perpetu perpetual renewal, perpetual replenishment or reproduction. And so it is that we humans have to be perpetually renewed. Somewhere in the Bible, I think it's, it's Paul that says, he said, be not conformed to the world, but be renewed in your mind. And we have to be renewed perpetually and constantly and forever. Do you understand? There are many verses in the Bible about renewal. Here's a beautiful one from Isaiah. But they who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They're renewed by the Creator. They're renewed by the Creator. Now, what most of us know is not a refreshing and a renewal by the Creator, but all we know is the old life, the life of trauma, the life of sin, the life of having fallen to something on the outside, to have been overcome by something on the outside, and then that trauma gets inside, and then the trauma is reinforced over and over again your whole life, unless you find salvation. You keep going back to the same type of person who traumatized you, the same situation, over and over again. For it reinforces it, you see. And so, when you have a change of heart, a change of mind, you come over to the bright side, then your new life is reinforced by God, who refreshes you every day, who gives you strength, who gives you insight, who gives you the power to be patient, there's a beautiful verse in the Gospel of Thomas where Jesus said to the disciples, if they ask you what is the evidence of your heavenly Father within you, say to them, it is motion and rest. Motion and rest. Do you see that even in the natural world there is a perpetual renewal? Do you see how there's motion and then there's rest? There's our daily activities and then there's sleep by which we are renewed and refreshed. You understand? When you splash water on your face in the morning, you are refreshed. When you take a drink of water, when you're thirsty, you are refreshed. And so there is that. that. But much more important is to find the refreshment from God who refreshes your spirit, who refreshes your mind, who refreshes your body, and who takes away trauma and trauma is no more. It dissolves away in God's light.
It's an amazing thing, you know, in the Bible, in the Gospel of John, first chapter, it says, He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and knew him not. We live in this immense, whatever you want to call it, that God created, and we're sustained by it, and yet we don't know that we're sustained by what he made, which was the pre-time mother field, the background field that is like the nurturer and the sustainer and the giver of life, but at his command. He uses the pre-time force. It's his medium that he has chosen to use to make and give life and sustain life and motion and everything. Do you understand? So in a similar way, in an analogous way, God commands and chose Christ to be the giver of light and life and the sustainer of creatures who are called. And so we humans, then, are dependent upon him for everything. Even Christ himself said, of myself I can do nothing. It's the Father that does the works. So we humans are absolutely and totally dependent on God and his Son for every aspect of our spiritual and physical well-being. Even our very existence is dependent upon him and the universe which he created. From the pre-time lines of force, continuous force that goes on forever without interruption, were God to withhold his hand, the universe would vanish like a snowflake. You have a soul, and your soul needs your creator, Augustine said, our hearts are restless, O Lord, until they find rest in you. So, recognize now that you are dependent upon your Creator for body and soul. And now you may eat in a different way, and breathe in a different way, and walk in a different way. Walk knowing that you depend upon him and eat knowing that you depend upon him even as the food nurtures your body. Be aware that God made the food and that he is your nurturer in every respect and you will live differently. You will breathe differently and your life will change for the better just by being aware of that one thing that your Creator is the one who made thee, and to him you must look for everything. And so now, how about people? Well, you must understand that people are created in the image and likeness of God, and so you mustn't hate them. You mustn't use them. You mustn't take advantage of them. You mustn't try to impress them and wow them. You mustn't resent them. You must go about your life. Do your duty. Do your work. Be fair with people. And if you can lend a helping hand, do so. If you can do a kindness, do so. 
If you can fulfill the role of mother or father, do so, but with the understanding that of yourself you can do nothing. It's God who doth the works. So, you mustn't try to impress other people and mess with their mind and mess with their intimate relationship with their Creator. You must do your duty humbly and walk circumspectly and have a friendly attitude and have kindness and don't resent other people and walk cognizant of your Creator and your life will change in the most wonderful way for the better, like magic, because God will be in your life and you will welcome him in your life and you will be grateful. You have a soul and your soul needs your creator, Augustine said, our hearts are restless, O Lord, until they find rest in you. See, but here's the thing. Just hearing about religion, hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, is not enough. You have to experience him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing him is undoubtedly resentment and being lost in your thoughts, lost in your daydreams and lost in your worries and doubts and fears. And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? It's like being under the ocean, coming up to the surface, and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds, and you take a deep breath of fresh air. That's what you need to do to come out of those daydreams that become nightmares. Rise above them and then find reality. The blue sky and the puffy clouds and where the birds are singing. And that's why I've made a little meditation too. I've made a little meditation that has been very, very helpful to some people. It's been very helpful to me. And I think uh, could be just what, what you need if you really and truly want to get better. Okay, and find out the purpose for your existence and find out just where you've been going wrong and what's been blocking you from finding all the good things that life can hold. Never mind whether you're all messed up or not. It doesn't matter. Do you love God? Deep down in your heart, you love what's right. You love what's sweet. You love the innocence of children. Well, then you love God. And you know what? The journey begins. Just learn to be still. Get the little meditation and you'll be on your way. Guaranteed. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is sheddingshackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.